Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Brilliant Squad. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Monique Malcolm, and the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast is a show for people who want to create their own opportunities and make money by leveraging their ideas, talents, and skills. Basically what I call Pimping Your Brilliance. This is episode number 74, and you can find show notes about this episode at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 74. Today's episode is going to be on the shorter side, but I'm calling it a bit of real talk, a little bit of tough love, some truth bomb dropping, and a bit of a pep talk because, y'all, your plan is not the problem. And I know you're probably like, what? What does that even mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. So I was having a co-working session the other day with my friend, Krista David. We've been doing these for the past couple of weeks in an effort to finish some projects that we have on our plates before the end of the year. And I was telling her, you know, I'm doing all of these things right now, revamping the Brilliance Lounge. And one of my big projects for this quarter is to get a sales funnel in place for the Brilliance Lounge. This is something that I'm realizing I'm missing and I want to get it done sooner rather than later. So it's closer to the top of my to-do list. But I was telling her, you know, right now, I just feel a lot of resistance around having to sit down and write these emails for this funnel for the Brilliance Lounge. And as we started talking about it, I was just telling her, you know, one thing I realized is on my schedule, I just have create sales funnel instead of being more clear on what actually needs to get done. But as this conversation went on, she said, your plan isn't the problem. It's in the execution or the lack of it. And it really got me thinking about how sometimes we get caught in these spirals of inactivity, not being productive, and it's all centered around trying to come up with the perfect plan and trying to make sure our plans are so perfectly laid out. We know every single detail. Everything is there. It's on paper. Boom. It looks beautiful. It's all perfect, you know, written in our favorite beautiful pens and it's written on the most colorful post-it notes. And we just, I mean, it, it looks phenomenal. It's like a piece of art, but planning is not enough and planning is never going to be enough. You can't just plan and think that's enough. And I know for me personally, I am the poster child of I can't do anything until I have a plan in place. But, you know, a plan is good for organizing thoughts. A plan is great for eliminating overwhelm because it helps you break down the work that you have to do and, and realize, you know, what's realistic and what's not. And it makes it feel more manageable. But you just can't think yourself into success. Your plan does not replace the work that's required from you. And I think sometimes we overlook this. We know that we're supposed to take action, but we overlook how much effort that requires. And to a certain degree, I think we overlook the fact that our success is proportional to the amount of action that we take. It doesn't matter how perfectly we've laid out 
our weekly planner spreads. And if you're a planner girl, I know you probably have your weekly spreads laid out with all of these beautiful stickers and it looks amazing, but that does not replace the work that's required. Having a perfectly beautifully organized project management system does not replace the fact that now you need to go in there and finish some of those tasks, get those tasks checked off. And what I'm noticing is so much time and attention is given to planning. If you think about it, we're creating 90 day plans. We're creating weekly plans. We're creating monthly plans. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but we don't execute with the same level of excitement and determination. If we go back to what I was saying about laying out this beautiful planner spread with our favorite pens and our beautiful stickers and these colorful post-it notes and like making this beautiful plan, when we sit down, we're enthusiastic. I know at least for me, like I'm like light a candle, get something to drink, you know, put on some essential oils and let's plan. Let me get myself into the headspace of that plan. But when it comes to doing my day-to-day work, I don't get myself in that same headspace. I'm not lighting up the candles. I'm not getting my favorite drinks. You know, I'm not doing any of those things to get myself psyched up about the work. It's like I sit to the computer and I'm just like, oh gosh, there is that task, (laughs) that one task that I don't want to do. And now I'm procrastinating. Now I'm self-sabotaging. Now I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not doing anything. And I blame that on resistance. And that's really what I want to talk about today, resistance and how you actually overcome resistance. So what is resistance? Resistance is the inner barriers and the mental turmoil that we place in our own way. So operative phrases here, we placed it there. It's the force that's stopping your creative activity. And the thing about resistance is it is purely subjective. It doesn't have any power beyond how much you choose to give it inside of your own head. But with resistance, it manifests itself in so many different shapes and forms. Some of the ones you're probably familiar with are anxiety, procrastination, self-sabotage, perfectionism. These are all ways that resistance shows up in your life. And the thing that I want to point out, in case it's not already obvious, is that these are all fear responses. These are ways that you try to convince yourself subconsciously that you can't do hard things, that you can't move until you know what the next steps are, that you can't ship the product because it's not perfect enough. And every single one of those excuses is crap. Okay, so I'm calling you out right now. Those excuses are crap and they show up because there's resistance there. And so there's many things in your life that can be causing resistance. There's things in your day-to-day life. There's things in your creative life. There's things in your love life. There's things in your work life. Like there's no shortage of resistance. But when it comes to our creative work and what we do as creative entrepreneurs and content creators, I think the three main drivers of resistance are trying to make everything perfect, not having clarity around what you really want. So your plan is not effective. It doesn't reflect anything that you actually want. And then you have too many things on your plate. You're trying to do too many things and you keep piling it on and you're not taking enough off. And these are the reasons why you feel stuck. You have placed these mental barriers in front of yourself and you can't move forward. 
So I have some thoughts on how you actually break through resistance. And the first one is the thing that I always say, because it's how you get rid of fear. It's starting to take action. You have to take some action. But I think before you even get to that place of taking action, something that I want to point out and share with you is that any aspiration that you have in life, it comes with work. There's just, it's, there's work involved. If you were to go ask any of your internet faves how they got to the place that they are, or you ask them to share a day in a life or what their calendar looks like, I assure you they have done a massive amount of work. And you just have to accept that. If you want to be the best of the best, if you want to accomplish whatever goals or things that you aspire to do, accept the fact that it comes with work and not a little bit of work. Anybody can half-ass things. Anybody can be mediocre. If you really want to aspire to all that you've been put on this earth for, you have to do the work. And I think accepting that is the very first step before you even start to take action. Because once you've accepted that, starting to take action makes more sense and it feels more in alignment with what you've accepted already inside. And then another thing is, Realizing it doesn't have to be perfect action. You just have to keep taking the next step forward. Okay. Because the goal is not perfect execution of the plan. I'm going to say that again. The goal is not perfect execution of the plan. The goal is continuous progress forward. And we are trying so hard to make these perfect plans. And I think subconsciously, you believe you have to execute them perfectly. And you don't. That's not the goal. It doesn't have to be executed. It doesn't have to be executed in perfect order. Things can happen. Balls can drop. The whole goal is to continue moving forward. So if that is something that you are holding yourself to, release yourself of that mental barrier. The, uh, the next thing is really getting clear on what you want. And this seems like such a small thing. And I know you probably think, well, I know what I want. But I'm really questioning, do you really know what you want? Is what you want what you actually want? Is what you want the best thing for your life and your family and your longer term goals and your current situation? Or is it what we're seeing on social media? Is it what you're seeing on Instagram? Is it what you're seeing in Facebook groups? Is it what your faith has showed that they're doing? Because I know that I have been a person that has been, um, not confused, but I would say what I want has been clouded by what I've seen other people get and what I've seen other people achieve. But the reality is I'm not that person and I don't want those same things. One example I can give is, you know, sometimes I see these brands, um, like small business owners, and they have these beautiful brands and they're all, you know, they have glasses of wine and a luxury handbag and they have the golden stapler. And that's not something that I aspire to have because I don't really care about luxury handbags. I actually am a purse minimalist. I want to carry the smallest purse possible (laughs) at all times. I don't drink wine at all. I just flat out don't like it. So that's not something that I want to aspire to in my life. But sometimes it can be so tempting to latch onto those things because they are someone else's beacon of success. And society has also placed a lot of emphasis as that being a marker for success. 
So all of that is to say, get really clear on what it is that you want. For me, I want the freedom and flexibility to spend time with my family when I want um, and be able to help them when I want in, in ways that I can. I also want to be able to travel with friends and we do a lot of fun travel in groups and I like that. So that's what I want. And these are things that I'm aspiring to build my business to provide me with the things that I want. But that comes with some real clarity. So I really want you to think about, are you really clear on what you want? And if things feel shaky or murky, do some journaling, write it down, sit quietly with yourself and just put that intention out into the universe and just say, you know, I I want clarity around what's best for me, what I really want for my life and, and wait for a response. And then the last thing is, or actually not the last thing, I have two more things. Um, One, stop overwhelming yourself and take a few things off of your plate. Y'all stop piling these plates up so high (laughs) with all of the things. You don't need all of the things. You don't need to be on all the platforms. You don't need to be creating video, audio, writing blog posts. Like You don't have to do all of that. Take some of those things off of your plate at least until you have a team that can help you execute. Because that's something that I think that some of you are overlooking. Some of these people that you follow online that you love, they have teams to help help them execute. And if you are a team of me or just a team of you and a VA, some of those things are not possible. So take the pressure off yourself. Take Take the stuff off of your plate. And then finally, stop holding yourself to impossible deadlines. And I am so, so guilty of this. But I feel that the resistance stacks up (laughs) and it's even worse when I have set a crazy deadline for myself. And yes, I try to push through as much as possible. But if the deadline is not realistic and it's causing resistance, release yourself from that. Set the deadline back. Don't self-impose a deadline that's going to cause you to spin your wheel for weeks and weeks at a time until you're like right up to the wire. So don't do that. And to wrap this up, I just wanted to share a few ways that I personally overcome resistance, just in case you want to know how I do it and you want to try some of these things out for yourself. The first thing I do is I journal about it. So I don't know if you are familiar with the artist way. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the lady's name now, but I'll put it in the show notes. It's something Cameron, but the book is called The Artist Way. And she talks about something called morning pages, which is three pages of stream of conscious writing that you do first thing in the morning. I don't do it quite first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, I'm probably doing swim team drop off or heading to the gym to do a spin class. But I do it before I start my work and it's stream of conscious. And I find that whatever is causing me anxiety or nagging or causing that resistance, it tends to surface. And I will find myself asking, well, why are you doing that? And then I start writing it out and I have an answer by the time I finish those three pages. So it's just a really good way to, one, make me aware of things that are subconsciously like in my mind causing problems that I may or may not have been aware of, or just kind of, I think, putting the truth in front of my eyes. Because sometimes we have resistance or we're afraid of doing something and just seeing it on paper is really helpful to name that problem. Another thing is talking to my biz besties. 
um, Amber, Siobhan, Krista. I can box them. I can send them Marco Polos. I can call them and I will have a conversation with them. And I just like, no, you know, I can't, I feel like I'm stuck or I feel like I'm, I'm not able to move forward because of this thing. And we have conversations about it. And again, sometimes naming that problem, having it, saying it out loud is helpful in helping me overcome that resistance. And then finally, I mentioned this in the beginning of the episode, but, and we're doing this more formally, but we've done this for a while, is scheduling work sprints with other creatives. I recently did a work sprint with a woman named Anne that I met in a membership community that I'm a part of. And I was just telling her, you know, I have some things that I'm trying to get done and I just haven't been making the time. And she was like, let's do a work sprint. And it was great. Um, And I didn't know her at all. Like that was the first time that we met and we met on Zoom and we just set aside 30 minutes to work. We did a check-in and then we got to work and then it was over. I also do these with Krista. We've been doing them on a weekly basis and ours are longer. They're two hours. But um, again, we're on Zoom. We share what we're working on and then we set the timer and we get to work. Even if you don't have Zoom, I've done this with Amber and Siobhan through Voxer, where it's just like, hey, for the next hour, I'm going to work on XYZ project. And you tell me what you're going to work on. And then we'll check in in an hour and see how much progress we've made. So this can be as easy and as informal as you like. But it's just really a great way to sit down and have some dedicated time to work on whatever project that you are currently feeling that you aren't making any progress on. And again, it just goes back to the taking action, start taking action. That is honestly the ultimate way to overcome resistance. It is the best way to silence the chorus of fear is by taking the next step and continuing to take the next step, always focusing on taking the next step. Okay, so I think I have said everything that I want to say about resistance, but I would love to know what you thought about this episode. Are you experiencing some resistance in your creative business? Let me know. Send me a DM. You can hit me up on Instagram at Pimp Your Brilliance. Um, You can also leave me a comment under the show card for this episode. But I would love to know about any resistance that you are currently feeling in your creative business. And maybe I can give you a pep talk. Instagram has those voice notes now, so I can send you a quick little voice note. Um, and you know, I can help you come up with a solution or help you find a way forward because you have great things to do. You've been put on this earth to do something amazing. And I want to help as many people get to that finish line as I possibly can. All right, you guys until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance.